All eyes on New Hampshire, with the Republican presidential primary tomorrow down to two candidates, Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. The North Country's congresswoman, Elise Stefanik, was in New Hampshire over the weekend, stumping for former President Trump. Perhaps an audition for being picked to be Trump's vice president. What local Republican leaders have to say about that on today's Story of the Day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Pearsall Wealth Management at UBS Wealth Management USA, subsidiary UBS AG, member FINRA SIPC, 1 Broad Street, Glens Falls. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Monday, January 22nd. First up, 2024 marks the 100th anniversary of New York State Park System. It's made up of more than 250 state parks, historic sites, and recreational trails, and serves almost 80 million people a year. To celebrate, the state is launching the Centennial Challenge. It includes 100 missions that can only be completed at state parks and historic sites. Amy Feireisel spoke with Commissioner Eric Kulisain from the New York State Office of Parks, Recreation, and Historic Preservation. New York got into the park business really before almost any other state in the country. So you see, it was, it's, New York was a leader in the parks movement. In fact, you know, the oldest state park in the country is Niagara Falls, which dates back to the 1880s. And it was in the 1880s also that the Adirondacks were set aside as a forever wild preserve. So New York was you know, as an early industrializing state. It saw the, uh, the the effects of development and said, oh, boy, we've got to we've got to set some of these places aside before they become commercialized or industrialized. So when you think about it, all the best places in New York are state parks. There's not much of a federal presence. There's no national parks. It's because New York, by and large, made those into state parks uh, before the federal government was even in this business. So can you explain for the average listener what the Centennial Challenge is, you know, and how people can can uh, participate? We sort of um, defined or, or identified 100 challenges that people can do in honor of the Centennial. And we're asking people to complete 24 missions out of those hundreds. You know, one of the sample things is, hey, go camping at one of our 8,500 campsites. Or, you know, go visit a park that you've never been to before and bring a picnic. Join a volunteer event. There are all kinds of things just to make people just think about the park system and maybe ask questions and have new experiences that they, they haven't had before. And what do you hope that people will get out of those experiences? I think there's a risk sometimes that people take our park system for granted. And I think that the point here is to make people look at the at the park system with new appreciation. You know, we've invested a lot. There's been a transformation in our parks. Maybe people haven't been to a park in a while to come back and see how we've upgraded and become really and really be and, and restored ourselves and become a whole different quality experience than we were 20 years ago. So I think the the goal is to get people into the parks, get them enjoying them, and then you know a few lucky few will will get some prizes for having turned in their winning sheet and and uh, and maybe getting an Empire State Pass which is our free parking pass valid across the state. That was Eric Kulisade from the New York State Office of Parks, Recreation, and Historic Preservation. He spoke with Amy Feireisel about the state park system and the 2024 Centennial Challenge. You can find more information online at ncpr.org.
Multiple national news outlets are reporting that former President Donald Trump may be considering Republican Elise Stefanik as a vice presidential running mate, including NBC, CNN, Fox and CBS. Stefanik, the North Country's congressional representative, was campaigning with Trump in New Hampshire over the weekend. Here in the North Country, some of her fellow Republicans in the 21st District are ambivalent about her growing prominence in the Veep stakes. WAMC's Pat Bradley reports for the New York Public News Network. Elected as a young moderate voice in the party, Stefanik's lurch to the MAGA wing has inspired growing speculation that she is among Trump's top picks for a running mate should he secure the nomination. Clinton County Republican Party Chair Jerrica Manning is excited to see it. Congressman Stefanik has done an excellent job in the 21st Congressional District of keeping a loyal base. And I think that even though that has an advantage, I'm sure that there are hundreds of other you know, possibilities and scenarios that President Trump would be considering and that the congressman would be considering. I'm confident if Congressman Stefanik were to take a position in D.C. or a different position in a cabinet, that she would support and, and have a plan forward for the 21st Congressional District if and when she makes that decision. Essex County Board of Supervisors Chair Sean Gilliland called Stefanik, quote, a stalwart advocate for the North Country, unquote, in an endorsement released in 2022 by Stefanik's campaign. The Republican says Stefanik has not spoken to him about the speculation, but he thinks it's within the realm of possibility. You know, the only thing that we have been doing is just kind of you know, speculating as to uh, if she does leave the uh, seat in Congress, how and who would we get another representative? Town of Mariah Supervisor Matthew Brassard, a Republican, says the chatter could lead to positive press for the district. I don't see how it could hurt this district. Um, maybe, you know, she could bring attention at a higher level to the, you know, the North Country and the needs it needs. Um but I'm, I'm sure she's on his short list. There's no doubt she's, you know, she's been a, a big supporter of his through everything. So I'm sure she is definitely on his short list of potential VP candidates. Gilliland says if Stefanik is on the ticket with Trump, it would not have much direct impact on the 21st district. As far as her becoming the vice president, I don't really see that that position could have much of an impact on us. And, of course, if she became a member of the cabinet or something, unless she was uh, selected at Homeland Security or something like that, I think the interaction with the 21st District would be uh, minimal at best. So, Sean, you're a Republican. Would you Mm -hmm. be excited? Do you want to see her as a vice presidential candidate? (laughs) Um, I'm going to say no comment on that. Do you support former President Trump? No. I think I'm in part of the 10 to 20 percent registered Republicans who are moderates. When asked if he wanted to see Stefanik on the ticket with Trump, Brassard was conflicted about the possibility. Honestly, I I don't know, to tell you the truth. Um, I'm not sold on ex-President Trump. There's definitely some policy things that he did that I agree with 100%. Um, But I think that 
Republican party-wise, I think there's uh, some better candidates out there this year that I feel that probably can win the general election rather easy. Stefanik has said she would be honored to serve in a second Trump administration. She defended Trump during his impeachments and joined his efforts to oppose certification of the 2020 election in which President Biden defeated Trump. In Plattsburgh, I'm Pat Bradley for the New York Public News Network. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Christopher Watts and Caretaker, both of Canton. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.